The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, his enemies came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. I just read from Matthew chapter 20, chapter 13, verse 24 and 25. And um, this is where I want to pick my discussion from today. It's very simple and this is a familiar parable. I believe that uh, most of us are probably familiar with while Jesus was teaching his disciples about the kingdom of God. I'm particularly um, struck by this simple uh, short verse 24 and 25 and I want to you know, share with you what um, I got from these two lines. So, um, today I want to just talk about um, the playwrights and how that concerns our purpose in life. You know, I always talk about finding purpose on um, this podcast. I talk about how we can achieve the life that God created us for. And that's all what purpose is all about. So, I want to still go further. I've seen the need to um, help us discover or understand how we can really, um, you know, understand or discover this purpose we are talking about. Because if we don't discover it, then how do we fulfill it? Okay, um, so from the scripture that is talking about the kingdom of God, I want to borrow this scripture to um expansions or expose our understanding to identifying our purpose so what did i get from this um, scripture the kingdom of heaven being likened unto a man that sowed good seed and uh, while men slept the enemy came and sowed some bad seeds into the field and left so i'll quickly uh I quickly want to say that we should look at the scripture as and try to let's analyze it and try to apply it to our individual lives and uh, relate it to our spiritual lives and the God that created us. Furthermore, in that story, of course, Jesus did explain what each player represented in that passage. But just looking at these two verses that we read. So I would say that, you know, the man that sowed good seeds, as Jesus said, is the son of man. That is our God. Okay, God sows good seeds into our lives. The field we eat is the human beings, you know, we that God have created, that God has created. So God placed us here is sowed good seeds into our lives by giving us a vision giving us a dream or putting something in our hearts to do okay so god does that and then the devil also is the enemy that sows a counter seed and then that happens 
while men slept. Okay, what what what's the significance of while men slept in this whole story? You know, a lot of things happen when we sleep. Even the Bible confirms that God speaks to human beings while they are sleeping because that's the most likely time we are able to concentrate. Even when oftentimes God speaks while we are awake, but because of the noise and everything that is going on in our heads, we may not hear. So probably the most effective one would be while we are sleeping. And that is why many of us dream. Okay. But the truth is, it's not all dreams that are from God. It's not all dreams that are visions that God wants for us. From this scripture that we are examining today, we can already see that the enemy comes when man is sleeping. And the enemy pollutes whatever good seeds that God had already planted in the lives or in the hearts of men. So when God gives us a vision, he puts a dream in your heart. It's very possible for the enemy to come and sow a counter vision or a counter seed that is meant to pollute what God had already put in your heart. So it is important to identify and differentiate between the good seed and the bad seeds. Okay? It's very important. If not, that may confuse your vision and confuse your purpose in life. A classic example of um, what we are talking about today is the account of Eve in the Garden of Eden. God already gave Eve a script for her to act. But don't forget that the enemy came and gave her another script to act. So, whose script are you acting? God writes a play for Adam and Eve. The enemy came and wrote another one. It's just the same thing as what we're talking about. God sows a good seed. The enemy came and sowed a bad seed. So how do you differentiate between which is right? Remember, at that point in the Garden of Eden, Eve was confused. So the same way God gives a script, the enemy does that too. And that is all still being done. It's still very much uh, possible and it's still very much happening in this present day world. And that is the more reason we need to know what we are doing and who is talking to us and whose script are we really acting out who is writing whose play are we acting out how are we performing is it the one of god or is it the one from the enemy of our soul so how do we really differentiate that is where we are really going today how do we differentiate and what can help us to you know not act out the wrong script the the very first term, I have a few points that I will share with us as to how we can achieve this. Let's look at them. First of all, the enemy's scripts can be differentiated from God's scripts by the absence of God's attitude in them. What do I mean by God's attitude? The fruits of the Spirit are God's attitude. So, when the enemy gives his scripts, he attach 
some form of urgency to it. He puts some form of pressure on you to quickly carry out that script. Remember the example of uh, Jesus while Satan was talking to him, tempting him. He mentioned three things in quick successions without even giving Jesus, giving Jesus time to process it. He wants it to be done like right there on time. He puts so much pressure as you are thinking through it. He's giving you a counter opinion, just so much pressure. So the same thing happens to us when there is just so much pressure in our thoughts, so much confusion as you're trying to like figure out what is right. Probably you're using scripture to validate the thoughts in your heart. You're seeing so much things there. Okay. Or you are just having so much dreams about a particular thing and everything just looks so confused you have not even understood the first dream you had in the morning by afternoon you took a nap you already have another dream and sometimes they are even scary there is so much fear in your heart there is so much confusion all those ones lack the attitude of god because the attitude of god are patience kindness long-suffering love and the scripture also says that the kingdom of God is righteousness, joy, and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. So when all these three are lacking, you can be sure that this is certainly not from God. God doesn't put pressure on you and I to do things. He allows you to think through it. He gives you time. He's patient, he's long-suffering, you know, that is the Spirit of God and he's gentle. The scripture says in Psalm 62, verse 11, that God has spoken once, twice have I heard it. Okay, so the, the word of God is so strong that God does not need to keep hammering it, hammering it, hammering it on your mind or pounding it. The one you have heard months to come, it still sounds very fresh in your soul because it is accompanied by the Spirit of God. So that is number, you know, one thing for you to know, to identify or to differentiate between these two um, scripts. Having known what... Um, the enemy scripts look like so how do we avoid it it is common sense for us to just know that we should not act with impatience we should not act immediately okay we should take our time before we take that action exercise patience that is the number one um, wise thing to do so when you are in between two decisions then just be patient. Take your time. Okay? It's not running anywhere. When you're in between two decisions, so for what job do I go for? Or what decision do I make about this um, project? Or how do I invest this money? And there are just options flying here and there. Be patient. Take time to pray about it. Pray to God for clarity. Before you rush that decision. Okay. Pray to God for clarity. I've often heard. Um, you know. Um, this encounter with. Um, people that are. For, with scammers. When they want people to. 
you know, put their money in some business that is not real. They like want them to do it right there. Invest it right there. They tell them if they don't do it, if they don't put it now, the offer will go. Just because they know that if they take that chance of letting them go, the victim could change their mind. So when, so, you know, so anything that is looking so sharp, 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 or anything that is looking, you know, very, very discomforting and looking, not giving you time to process your thoughts. You need to be wary of such things. So take your time to pray to God for clarity. Don't ever make any decision under pressure. Don't rush to make any decision, okay? Patience is key. And um, lastly, I will say that be violent in your prayer. So there are two, I want to also talk about two attitudes of Christians here that God expects you to have. Remember, I talked about the fruit of spirit as being gentle, as being kind, as being patient. That is for the physical. Those fruits of the spirit are only restricted to our physical life. But when we are talking about our spiritual life, violence is allowed. God expects us to be violent in the spirit. Even the Bible says it that this kingdom of God suffers violence. Violence and the violence one takes it by force. So we need this attitude. Both of them. We need to have it. We need to be physical. So the kingdom of God demands a high IQ has both realms of life. Physical requires patience. Spiritual requires violence. According to the Bible in Matthew eleven twelve. As a Christian, keep all your violence, keep all your anger into your prayer. That is where violence is allowed. But in your physical, in relationship with people, no violence. No violence at all. That is not allowed as a believer. Okay? So, in conclusion, let us quickly make reference to our opening text, which is uh, Matthew 13, 24, which says, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed a good seed in his field. So, as we conclude, I want us to... Um, to relate this and interpret it as the kingdom of God, meaning the will of God. And the field, meaning the lives of man. The lives of men, sorry. Meaning human beings. So, the will of God in the life of every human being. Is like a seed that is planted. So it is important for you and I to know the will of God for our lives. And it is also important for you and I to know that as much as God will have great plans for us, the enemy also comes around after God has revealed his plans and he seeks to counter it with contrary opinion that will lead to destruction so the all 
summary of everything we're talking about today is for us to be able to identify the will of God for us by being patient, by exercising those attitudes or attributes that we have talked about, by taking our time to pray and to differentiate so that we can make the right choice. Several examples have been mentioned today. The example of Eve has been used and those are good reference points for us to know that we need to be careful, we need to be patient and we need to watch out for contrary opinions or contrary visions that may be conflicting with the originals in our mind. Well, I hope that you've been blessed by, you know, this, that's our, this, um, expository because this is really expository for me myself, um, when I discovered it and I'm very happy to share it because it is important to us fulfilling our purpose in life and in God. So till I see you next time, enjoy yourself, keep loving, keep laughing, and keep living the life that God has created you for. Bye.